are back. We are back. We are back. We are back. That's our new introduction song. Take it or leave it. Yep. We're not going to change it. We're rolling with that for the next 30 episodes. (laughs) Not going to change. We are above 20, which is super dope. Mm -hmm. I think this is 21. Heck yeah. If you don't know by now, if you accidentally clicked on us for one reason or another, we are these guys now. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Kenneth. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore Mr. Dot Clark. And my name is Ben. You can follow me on all the socials at Ben Mueller 915. You can also follow our Instagram podcast page at we are these guys now. That is we are these guys now all one word spelled exactly how it sounds. If you can't spell that I'm not going to apologize. Figure it out. Exactly. I mean, come on now. Our Most of our demographic is above spelling age. Well, they found us one way or another, which means they probably had to be able to read some sort of English. So I think that's a that's a safe assumption they're going to be able to find our, our Instagram. Very true. We're proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> What's today's topic, Ben? <laughs> Today's topic is, now that uh, Biden is definitely more than likely going to be our president, barring... Yeah, some... Trump 2020. <laughs> <laughs> barring some crazy shit that would cause a borderline civil war. Like, Biden could come out tomorrow and say, like, hey, I know that I'm not mentally fit for this position, and I would still hope that he becomes president just for the sake of our country. Dead people can't vote. Yeah, I know they're still working through that, and we'll see. But barring any crazy, crazy stuff that would cause absolute chaos in the big cities of America, um, Biden's going to be our president, and given our rising covid numbers um breaking world records every day we're number one we're usa 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 no Uh, better country than us right now in covid cases i dare you can't do it italy was beating us there for a while um and taking over the world gold medals only america (laughs) go big or go home bitch uh um there is a possibility with Biden getting back into getting into the White House, but actually back into the White House, but now as the acting president. New chair, same house. Yeah, he's me in the same circles he has been in uh, since 25 years before I was born, mind you. He's in the same circles in the same environment. We've talked about this. Career politicians. Oh, we just, hate him. God, he's, he's milking the shit out of it. We don't like him over here. We are these guys now. Yeah. not saying that they're bad. You just shouldn't be able to make a career God, out of this. That's insane. Um, but so he's going back into the same circles, but as the president now. And the possibility, which he has mentioned, is mm-hmm. another round of national lockdowns. Probably more severe then the first round, because it'd be coming from the federal level, which really never happened. It was always, it was kind of a state by state um, thing, which I know Trump took a lot of heat from because he, uh, you know, there wasn't a federally organized uh, attack response for COVID, um, and so the possibility of another lockdown with Biden getting back into the office, uh, the Oval Office, and, and what that would look like for our country. 
Well, the funny thing is, we talked about this, like, a, a couple podcasts. Like, well, I don't know if it was actually on a podcast or just, like, in our just regular conversation, but the potential impact that would come with a second lockdown. Yeah, we definitely, I don't know if it was on the podcast, but I remember having the conversation. Yeah, and just talking about at least the very first time this happened, one, it shook our economy to its core. The, you know, state by state, you saw different, you know, just like you said, there was no actual federal call to action, but each state had their own way of doing this and their own impact to it. And some states just couldn't handle it and then just jumped right back into the fold and were like, no, we're not going to do this. We need our barbers and salons and restaurants and they're so important they're so much more important than human lives we need to do this but you know to their defense you can't exactly just pause the economy and think things are going to keep going the way that they need to go that it's just going to be there when you get back and everything's going to be fine yeah it's not a pause i I don't think people realize that it's not a pause we're like oh and, and, and I've said this since the beginning, and if somebody, I know I've said this on the podcast before, and I've, I've asked a lot of people, if someone, especially now, you can't look back and be like, well, if we would have done this at the beginning, if someone could explain, because I saw another thing on social media today that was basically saying, I don't understand people who don't want another round of lockdowns. Do you want this to be over or not? I'm trying to figure out what a second round of like a two-week total shutdown would do, I mean, it would lessen up on the hospitalizations. You know, some hospitals are getting full, like in Chicago and Wisconsin. Um, But to calm this epidemic or pandemic um, in general and and solve it long-term, I don't know what a lockdown is going to do because, again, if I'm completely off base here and one of our listeners can explain to me um, how I'm wrong, I will totally accept it. Um, I just, I just haven't been able to figure it out. Is that a two-week lockdown? So we have how many millions of cases, and how many of those are active cases? If we shut down for 14 days, which means like that's not like everyone you know stays in their house. Like some people will have to leave for us for our society to function. So you won't be it won't be a hundred percent lockdown, but like a ninety percent lockdown. I get it that it'll lessen up on hospitalizations and it'll help um, with like the overcapacity in the hospitals. But even if there's, and this is, you know, I guess I've, I've said this since the beginning, if there's 16 active cases in the country and those 16 people go out, then it becomes 32, then 64, then, you know, 128. And we start this process all over again. I, 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 I don't know. When I see people that project that a lockdown for two weeks is a long-term solution i don't know how that makes sense it really doesn't add up the num- the num- at least the numbers aren't there yet to support it like because what people are really doing is they're looking at these smaller countries and seeing oh well they that this entire country was able to lock down for two three weeks and then everything was fine like they had a curfew they had this they had that yes but you are also referencing an entire country that is smaller than most of our states. Yeah. You are asking the, like, arguably the largest single country, well, one of them, one of the largest single countries in the world to do a mass shutdown and just make this all disappear. It's it's almost an impossible ask. 
not only that, but what what is bugging me still is the fact that there are so many. And when I say so many, I'm only referencing my little bit of bubble of social life that I've experienced. There are so many false positives that Unbelievable. it's blowing my Did you see Elon Musk? Go on, took go off on Twitter, and two of them were positive, two and two were of negative. them were negative. Bro. Using the same facility, same test style, same place, same nurse. Yeah, and, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not saying that it's not real. I will 100 no, percent accept the fact that coronavirus exists. I am not saying that it's not deadly because I 100 percent accept the fact that some people are dying from the impacts and effects of coronavirus. Yes, I'm not saying that it can't be spread very quickly and fast because it has been scientifically proven that it is an airborne virus yeah. that can be transmitted and not even seen for several days until symptoms possibly or possibly not show up. Well, it's like strep. Strep but, throat's like that. Right? But when so many people, and I have several like close family members and friends who have shown up to a place, gotten tested, and gotten a false positive, ruining portions of their life at least two weeks and then, man and then going back to get another test like literally like two days later and then it comes back negative yeah my roommate like, nick had a false positive the i mean the societal impact of this is nuts and so we can't even test accurately but no you're not even me, close to accurately and that's what we're basing that all this off of because deaths have remained stagnant thank you i was just gonna say that because all because we keep looking at all the cases climbing oh god but, but you, but you want to tell me that deaths staying the exact same and never moving, never wavering, like almost never wavering, except for like a couple of small like blips and peaks. And you, you can Google it right me, now. It's if you if you drew a, a best fit line for deaths in America for COVID, it's a flat line. Yeah, like you want to talk about flattening the curve. That curve is flat. Yeah, <laughs> it, and 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 so I was talking about this with some some. Uh, co-workers today about Elon Musk going on this Twitter thing and do you remember at the beginning of all this when you couldn't get a test and we were so behind on testing and America sucked because we were so behind in testing we didn't have enough tests this that and the other and then literally roughly six to eight weeks later everyone could get a test for free for free almost for free almost instantly for free and, and and all the major sports came back and said, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start we're gonna test all of our players and staff every single day, and like it's nothing." And it, dude, it was like two months from we don't have enough tests and our tests don't work to we're gonna we can test anyone at any time and we're for now free. Suddenly, leading the world and in the amount of tests that are being delivered. Oh, but by like ten tenfold, man, it's crazy. It, it's we're, we're kicking ass and taking names when it comes to testing people. I mean, if that is the key to solving this, we've done it, man. We, we're 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 there. Like if knowledge is power. Like we know, we know who has. But that's we're the thing. We don't even know who has it. We're, we're we know ba- who might have it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, does Elon have it? We don't know. He, he literally batted five hundred on positive and negative tests, and he's kind of sick. That's why he took the tests. Yes. He's got a cold symptoms, man. Like. I mean, you know, we've discussed um, people who who have died, and I've known people who have family members who have died from not COVID causes, but on the death certificate it says COVID. I mean, this 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 entire thing isn't one hundred percent sound, and I get really leery when we're talking about a second lockdown based off of just total cases, 
not an increase in deaths. If they're like, yeah, people are dying left and right, you know, there's a there's a sharp increase in deaths. We got to solve this because otherwise it's you know going to be. But that That'd hasn't that hasn't happened. We're basing this just off tests, which uh, my roommate literally had COVID. A month later, goes to get tested again because he had to go home to see his parents. They want to take a test. He got a positive test result, went to another one, got a negative, and was able to go home and see his family. It uh, If that's what we're basing this off of, off some sketchy-ass tests that were thrown together like a first-grade art project in four weeks, I I don't think that we should risk... Um, and, 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 and people get really upset. It's like, you just want to make more money. You want to keep the economy going because people make more money. No. I've said this since the beginning, there's a direct correlation with drop in GDP and growth in GDP and, and death rates in a, in a society. It, it, it's how we have, right or wrong, established our quote-unquote quality of life is people need resources. We are an unbelievably rich resource uh, country, and we're going to basically strip that. And, and we haven't seen the first economic impacts of the first lockdown not even close. Not even close. That that we 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 launched the biggest socialist um, stimulus that has ever been signed into office ever. I mean, for all the you know hardcore Trump supporters, they're capitalistic. Yeah, we will anti-socialist. He signed the biggest socialist bill the United States have, has ever seen. And was it necessary? Yes. Was it perfect? No. Um, but we haven't seen the impacts of that. The Dow today was over twenty nine thousand points. That's insane. <laughs> like, you know how many businesses have closed down because it got like tens of thousands of businesses will never come back. And the Dow is like, no, we're good, we're chilling, we're hitting all time highs. Doesn't matter, everything's fake. It's the most insane. I don't even know what to call it. It's it's like I'm watching a play right now, and I know what should happen, and it very well might, but you just. You're just sitting back and watching as all these characters are running around doing what they think is best for the story just to keep it moving along. But I, you just know, you just know that this one decision made way earlier is going to eventually have an impact at one point in any of these acts. It's got to happen. And I, it, it's, it's, it just blows my mind that people are so okay with one just like you said, shutting down the economy all over again based off of tests that have proven to be inaccurate. Well, and the, then yeah. also have, but then also these same people will hold high levels of aversion to the first round of uh, the vaccine that is about to be coming out pretty, that yeah. is apparently yeah, coming that, out that, pretty that's soon. That's what caused the surge in the stock market this week was... Pfizer's got a vaccine, apparently. Entering stage four testing. Like they're, they're apparently, it's apparently, uh, whatchamacallit, um, able to block 90% of the time the coronavirus. Which, you know, that's a phenomenal number because even the flu only operates at like 80, 85. That's almost insane to have gotten a, vi a virus because viruses consistently evolve. Viruses mm -hmm. continue to change and grow. So if you were able to hit this at 90% the first time around, that's almost, that's insane. But everybody knows, like, if you get a flu shot, you can still get the flu. Like, it doesn't stop you from getting the flu. 
it just helps you to maybe not get the flu. It increases your chance of probably not getting the flu. All right. But it by no means stops you. So if coronavirus is still around, and just like the flu shot, you can't make everybody get one, and we're still going to go back to life after all of this, why are we going to shut down the economy? Why are we going to shut down the world and tell everybody it's it's not safe to go outside? It's not yeah, safe. It's, it's not, not it's safe. It's never safe. Um, what, here's my prediction. And you saw it right around election time. There were talks of there were talks of the vaccine, and then right after the election, promise of vaccine coming out. Pfizer. Literally the week after the election. Pfizer comes out and it's like, yeah, we got we got something that's looking real good. What I think is going to happen is because there's rumblings, cases are literally at an all-time high. Deaths have remained stagnant. What I think you're going to see, this is my prediction, not really based on anything. So Biden's going to get in office. He's going to get sworn in in January. He's going to issue a nationwide mask suggestion slash lockdown. And shit's going to shut down. He's going to sign an even bigger stimulus package into uh, our economy with money we don't have. And in about six to eight weeks after that, we're going to be good. And he's going to fix it all. And he's going to be the savior. It was him. It was the Dems. They came in. They solved it. They fixed it. Um, what's the what's the date today? It is November 13th, Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. uh, roughly 9 p.m. Arizona time. Uh, calling it right here. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk to you in roughly four months and see if this was correct. And if it is, uh, it's a little fishy folks. I mean, not to put on my tinfoil hat. I have been, uh, I've had a couple of fashions tonight. It's Friday. <laughs> Ew. Ayo. <laughs> there's, there's absolutely nothing. I mean, I see absolutely nothing wrong with that prediction and that's a terrifying thing to say because, it's you know, set up too well, man. You want you want to believe that this is all happening and you know everybody in power has our best interests in mind and they're doing everything they can to take care of all the people in, in play. But this really could be the craziest power move that we have been a part of, that we've ever witnessed. And it's just going to be used to what? invalidate one person's four years or further validate another person's like next couple of years or start them on some kind of house i don't know it's so I don't know yeah. but it's so weird it's so weird and it's I so mean, minute yeah like like what the, the difference in the situation is going to be that this one guy is going to step in to the arena and federally declare an official shutdown tell everybody hey stay inside do this this is going to be safe and it's going to like, you know, with my face attached to this, I am openly saying everybody should do this right away. Federal, you know, regulation requirement, however you want to word it or phrase it. And then it happens. And then Pfizer comes out with the vaccine. And then as everybody is slowly coming out of their shutdown and captivity and quarantine, you know, people start getting, you know, the vaccine and everything. And then you need to prove that you got it in order to go back to work, or you need to prove that you got it in order to go back to school, and all this stuff. And <laughs> yeah. 
like this this is gonna be such a weird like couple of months when this is occurring like just like your prediction i'm gonna put my tinfoil hat on it's gonna be a really weird time january to may mm. january we just to had may. a really weird january to may time in 2020 yeah we had a really weird january to may this year it's gonna be an even weirder january to may next year because it's the it's the usual time where people are like graduation season everyone's preparing to go to these giant family events the 4th of july next year may be the most celebrated holiday of any other holiday that we've ever seen just because it'll probably be the first time that everything's going to be everything's going to be open open for the first time again if it just happens to land in that area I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna be like actually pissed. It was like somebody planned this, and you couldn't tell me otherwise. Yeah, I'm less worried about the vaccine. I, I think that will be weird when that does get involved, and I'm less worried about that. And I guess I'm not even worried about you know Biden's grasp at power here. And it, it, you know, it is what it is. When I said that, it, it's it's minute. It really is. If you look at it at a grand scheme of things, which I have been recently. If you take yourself and you look down on the earth from like a satellite and you just picture humans going around their day-to-day life, what happens in Washington and, and, and this stuff, you know, this, this, this plot, if you can call it that to, you know, for Biden to, you know, be the savior and who knows? I mean, again, I'm just, just, just speculating here. Even if it was and people get so wrapped up in these conspiracy theories, this, that, and the other. It's really not that big a deal, man. I mean, until uh, you know, people get all fired up. They're infringing on our our, our our freedoms and whatnot, and they are. But they're doing honestly. That that is the biggest part about this. It's not who's the winner, and and you know, tinfoil hat. They're doing this for their namesake. Obviously, Trump's doing it for his namesake, and Biden's trying to be the savior here. And they're willing to cause some pretty catastrophic destruction just for them to be this savior is is insane both of them both of them in my opinion would do it without a heartbeat they would cause endless loss and tragedy in uh american people's lives for them to be the savior and to be looked at as this uh as this savior to the american people yeah i mean i don't doubt a single word that you just said it is terrible to think and even worse to believe but you just kind of look at it and think these people may just be doing this just so that they can look good in the end. And it's just something that you have to keep in the back of your mind. Like yep. what's, what, just, what's, the, what's the motivation here? What just ha- What did we point. just witness as far as a simulation of 2020? What, what were we just a part of? What kind of testing were we just a part of that, has resulted in what's going to be a pretty nuts 2021 too. The oh yeah, so we're, at, about... we're not going back to normal. This shit's going to be round two craziness. No, like you know, the NBA is already talking about bringing fans back at a 50% capacity. The Warriors uh, just um, what is it? Just produced an offer to the city, stating that they will pay for the testing of any and all uh, people who are buying tickets and coming to the game operate at 50% and people can go to the Warriors games again. 
And I was just like, yo, either people have gotten so restless that they're just refusing to just do anything else except for live their life as we kind of have done with everything else in life. Mm-hmm. Or there, or there's a lot more people just understanding, yeah, this is all coming to an end pretty soon. That like We're not just bored, but we understand this has to come to an end because if you keep shutting down a country, just like you said, it's not going to stop people from dying. It's just going to kill them differently. Yeah, no one really talks about that. People are all pro-lockdown to, to solve this. That'll fix it. Two weeks lockdown, no one leaves. Be good to go. Forget about it. We're good. It's all good. Um, one, that isn't the case. Two, all, you know, suicides are spiked. Flu deaths have plummeted. Um, the impact of doing this. The WHO came out and said, we're not a fan of lockdowns, which... Again, that's the that that's another part of this where we're going against the science. You know, we can talk about Biden and Trump and uh, them doing it for their namesake, and that is, you know that's all speculation. But this entire thing was built upon we have to listen to the science. That's what Biden said probably a trillion times in the last six months during his campaign. We got to listen to the science. The WHO came out and said we shouldn't lock down anymore. Like we're looking at the numbers here. And the number of deaths from suicide, alcohol abuse, substance abuse, uh, other forms of abuse have skyrocketed. We got to take our chance with this thing because the the impacts of what we thought was the right thing to do, which is fine. It was a new thing. You know, it is what it is. No will will. It's a crazy thing. It's a crazy time. Um, But they came out and said that and we just ignored it. That's weird. That's weird. Yep. That and no one's There's talking about. No one's talking about. about that, like. I'm not seeing a Cuomo rant about it. I'm also not seeing uh 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 what's her name um well like a well, I'm not Bill O'Reilly anymore, but a Hannity or a Tucker Carlson or um I'm spacing on the on the blonde woman's name on, uh, Ooh, on Fox yes. News. Laura Ingram. Laura Ingram. Yes. Um, I'm not seeing her, them talk about that either because that would be something that you would talk about and neither of them are talking about it. And that's I'm like, this is getting weird. We're not even talking about what the lead, you know, quote unquote, uh, science is telling us here. We, we, we're ignoring that. Yep. Bump the science. We don't want, we want to listen to the science, but it's don't not fitting the narrative. The science. It's not fitting the narrative. Fit the narrative. Yeah. Because it's not, not we, helping us politically. No, it's not. Which is so we, gross. Because one it's side, so want, gross. both sides want to demonize the other side for their Ugh, perspective. Gross. But if they, if we, but if everyone just said, "Listen to the science," we would honestly hear, oh, "Okay, so it's it, it's it's now it's bad to lock people up in their homes and tell them they can't leave even when healthy, because they are going to find other ways to kill themselves." And it just the the psychological destruction that happens because of that. I mean, the mental impact is yeah. it has it hasn't just like just like we haven't seen the economic impact of the last shutdown, we haven't seen the full mental psychological impact of everything that's been going on, the the constant state of fear that everybody's been in because of this, the constant the constant amount of anxiety. And concerned not only for themselves, oh, it's brutal, but for especially their for families. Old, for older populations where they are, the people who are at risk. I mean, it's, it's brutal, and, man. 
yeah, you, you think about just walking around and you don't feel sick, but there's a chance that you're asymptomatic and spreading it to others. The level of anxiety that that puts into people like as they live their daily lives, it's insanity. It's crazy because at the end of the day, like, yes, I could have flu germs on my hand and touch a doorknob. And now the person after me, you know, touches those flu germs. Now they get sick, but I never catch the flu. Like that is how viruses, diseases, fungi, bacteria, and most things travel. It's just like how that process works. But what you're saying is I could be breathing in different places (laughs) And people are going to get sick. There's so much anxiety and fear based in that. And psychologically, we, we weren't made to handle this type of constant stress. and strain. No, no, we weren't. No, that is a fantastic point, Kenny. We're, we weren't. And we were designed to focus on a few things. Um, you know, food, shelter, water, reproducing, um, and and this is not this is not part of our DNA, and it's you know we're being bombarded by by information, and we are the smartest that we've ever been as a human race. But what comes with that is the technology that is uh, just brutalizing our mental health, just just beating the living shit out of our mental health, and it's making us smarter, we're more informed, but there's a price to pay for that, and yeah, I mean. I, I, I couldn't agree more that we weren't designed for this level of fear and anxiety. Um, I mean, if there was a plague back in the, like, whatever, caveman days or BC days, no one gave a shit. No one knew. No, no it, you didn't know until it hit you. And then you, you're like, oh, dang. In my opinion, I'm going to think about this a lot lately for a multitude of reasons, uh, personal and whatnot. Humans aren't designed to know what every single person that they have ever had uh, serious contact with is doing most of the time, and that's social media. You know what anyone that you've had some sort of like acquaintanceship with and you've connected on social media for whatever reason, you know what they're doing, what they're highlighting every day. That's insane. 30 years ago, if you met someone and you weren't seeing them on a regular basis, you didn't know what they were doing. Now we know what everyone's doing most of the time. And that's led to some of the hysteria about that, but I think just in general, I think we need to think about that as a society. That's insane. People that you have not talked to in years. It's cool but it's also, it can be extremely detrimental to your mental health. Are you saying that humans weren't made to take in this much information that there is an inherent limit? Yeah, dude, dude I, I follow like 800 people on Instagram. There's no reason I should know what 800 people are doing like day to day. Fair. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I it's, it's so funny you brought that up. Me and my sister are having this conversation today, the difference between acquaintances and friends and strangers. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if I walk outside right now and, like, I, you know, so if, if I needed help, if I needed immediate help right now, I, I wouldn't go to my neighbors. You call Ben. 
It's it's yeah, like it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of nuts. But it's kind of nuts to think like my neighbors are right there. I could easily knock on their door, but I don't know them. They're strangers. I don't think they have any reason to help me, and I wouldn't expect them to either. I would I would honestly post on my Instagram so much quicker to the people that follow me because I have some level of acquaintanceship, friendship, best friend, whatever, to those people. And I definitely believe that somebody would respond and come help me. Mm-hmm. I believe that more than my neighbors. But that's just because I have access to do that. Whereas, just like you said, 30 years ago, I wouldn't have a choice but to know my neighbors in the event that something happened so that I could go ask them for help. Like, your immediate world, I think you brought up a good point, your immediate world has now taken a huge hit because we have access to, like, our past selves for some reason. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. We're we're constantly constantly looking back. Our past selves, instead of living in our current bubble or our current, our present. We're not living in our present. We're living all of these past lives at one time, and (laughs) while also trying to focus on the future. And it's just blinding. There's so much information coming at the same time that we just shouldn't have. People come in your life for a season or a reason. We decided to keep those seasons permanently. Documented permanently. <laughs> it's crazy. So, yeah, I completely agree. And then all that information coming in, you are now hearing the rhetoric and, you know, life of other people that you will never see again, that you will never experience life with again. But because you know that one person on Facebook knows somebody who knows somebody else who died of coronavirus now you're terrified yeah i mean it comes full circle but yeah that that, that's an excellent point the past lives no one's focused on i mean some people are you know i'm not i'm generalizing but that's a like a major like focal point man is that we're because of what we've done previously we're now connected with those people which i mean it was similar to that in the past where you make prior connections, you make friends, but now it's this like crazy level of knowledge of their life that they choose to show. You don't know everything, but like there's people I have on social media that I really haven't seen in years. That would never be the case. Like I have no idea that like this person was doing X, Y, and Z if it wasn't for this platform. And it's cool sometimes it's like, oh yeah, this is great. They're doing this. But other times like it's not, it's not great. Yeah. And in most cases it's, just excess information like you don't need it no in some cases i've been able to use it as you know a means of networking and connection and be like oh my gosh like yeah so happy that you're doing this you know yada 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 you know i'm doing this right now you know is there any way that we can mutually benefit each other like yada you know making connections and like business you know transactions all sorts of stuff it's all great being able to you know be connected with some people across the country who i believe are like some of the closest friends that i'll ever make that's always nice too but you know (laughs) the one kid i went to class with in second grade who i've never said anything to since but for some reason we found each other on facebook like 10 years later and now i know that his job is x y and z and he does this in the same city that i moved from several years ago what do i need this for yeah it's insane why am i why am i entertaining it and the reason why I'm entertaining it is because I was told that I need more friends. I need to expand my network on these social media platforms. And by having more friends, then I increase my value. Now that my value is so high, 
what do I do with it? Nothing. You spend even Nothing. you spend even more time on it. It's a time. You spend even more time because you have more connections. In. Watching stories and looking at posts and doing yeah. X, Y, and Z. Meanwhile, you're looking around and your your life's in fucking shambles. I don't know. Like you're not paying attention to your day to day. Yep, I'm so focused on building value from people I met in my past that I'm not even looking in my present and saying, "What can I do for my future?" That's so frustrating. What can you do for yourself right now? That's something I've been focused on lately. Is you know, everyone's got a plan for the future, but you really don't know, man. You don't know who you're gonna run into. You don't know. Where you're, it's good to have goals, and it's good to have you know, I want to do this, I want to do that. But like, you can't plan out every single point of your life because when something good that comes along and it doesn't go along in that mass plan that you have, it's going to, you might you might miss out on some things. But it's good to have goals and work towards things and try to better yourself. But the whole like master plan of your life, I've realized recently, is, is, isn't, isn't for me personally. Um, I'd rather focus on like individual goals at one time, whatever happens along the way, then that's the path that I'm supposed to be on because I don't, you know, I don't want to miss, uh, some sort of opportunity because I was like, nope, I wanted to do this, you know, by age 35, I want to have this done. And it's like that, 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 that doesn't, um, it's better for me personally, if that works for you, that's fine. But for me personally to focus on what can I do today to better myself today, right now, and to be better than I was yesterday, because I, I think looking into the future like that, one gives me a lot of anxiety and two, um, it's just better for me to focus on today and then I see the continued improvement and that's like that's that's better for me. Um, and social media kind of in having these weird connections does the complete opposite of that. It's like, yeah, like you said, you got some random connection from fucking middle school and you know that they are they're, you know, a QN on conspiracy theorist and that this is a plot to get Trump out of office. It's like, what's going on? Why do I need to know this? Why is this part of my inner circle? I don't see this person, I won't see this person. How can I better what I'm seeing on a day-to-day basis in real life? Yeah, no, it's, it doesn't add any value, if anything. It's just adding more information for us to be anxious about. <laughs> you, you kind of feel like a bad person if you're not keeping up with all of these people's lives and you know you're kind of treated as a bad person if you're not keeping up with all of these people's lives even though just like you said i am never going to see them again no like we're not going to be in any sort of level of friendship past the point that we were if we do you know where it's going to happen in person it's it's not going to happen over the internet where we're just going to respark or rekindle this friendship like how it was no if if we weren't that close of people of friends like in person it's not going to change because you followed me on instagram no unless you reach out i mean that that's the cool part about it and that's the selling point is that you could strengthen that friendship reach out and set it up you know meet in person and do x y and z that's the selling point they don't sell what they are giving to people. They're not going to sell mass anxiety. They're not going to sell mass misinformation. They're not going to sell things that come from a byproduct of this great platform that they have that's able to connect people and change 
everyone's lives drastically. They're not going to sell that. They're going to sell the positive points, which are true. Oh, yeah. They're the, real. The, po- the positive points are there. The networking opportunity. Everything exists. It's just, you know, you know cocaine gives you energy. That's why I do it every day. Yeah. Like, you know, cocaine gives you energy. Heroin relaxes you. So I do both. These are all facts. (laughs) (laughs) It's also cocaine and heroin. Jokes, people. Jokes, jokes, people. Like, come on. Laugh. It's funny. (laughs) (laughs) But like, for real, of course, you know, any any drug dealer worth his salt isn't going to tell you that you're going to get addicted to this stuff or that it's going to like rule your everyday life. They're going to tell you it's going to make you feel good. That's exactly what social media did. It's exactly what social media is doing. But there's enough people see like finding benefit in it that other people are like, oh, I have to have it. Yeah. And now here we are. And we got two seven-year-olds running for president. One one is now going to be yeah. our president. Yeah. Could you love it? I can't uh, wait to see President Kamala Harris. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, Camelia. She's gonna have. She's she might have a like a decade presidency. Oh, me. more than that, dude. She's she's gonna be our president for the rest of our lives. And I know not a ton about her. Nada. They do that on purpose. <laughs> you don't know shit. She doesn't talk to the press, man. Well, I mean, her record isn't phenomenal either. It's so not great. It's kind, it's it's kind not, of hard. That, it's kind of hard to show up single... as Marshawn Lynch to an interview, like knowing that you're Marshawn Lynch, and like everyone's gonna ask you Marshawn Lynch questions, but you can't give Marshawn Lynch answers because you're about to be the vice president. Yeah, that's the problem. Is that, dude? She hasn't done a single press conference this entire campaign. She won't do one. You, you can't. She hasn't done one. She hasn't done a full blown press conference this entire time. Won't do it. You can't. They, she she they, gets off the plane and you you know you get the bullshit questions by like two reporters and they get back on the plane. That's all she's done. She won't do a full blown press conference. <laughs> they will attack her history and record. And same with the same, entire same time. with same with Biden. Yeah, but he's the actual president. Pence isn't out here like having. Like Pence doesn't have anything to talk about. Dude, Pence so, is I mean, a weird so guy. What a weird dude. <laughs> Yeah, man. Remember when he came out and said that like he can't be in a in a room with another woman besides his wife alone? I did not hear that. Yeah, man. That yeah, that was like that was back in 2016 when they were running. Uh, oof. Yeah, I remember that came out and I was like, oh yeah, he he, he's a weird fuck, man. Give that a goog. Wow, you better believe I am. And he showed up to the the Indianapolis Colts game. Just because he knew they were going to protest the national anthem and then left yes. as they were then protest. I mean, it was this weird, like, protest on a protest that, like, didn't make any sense. Yep. Yep. That I do remember. And stuff like that, bro. I... <sighs> That's why when we run for co president. Goddamn right, let's go. When we run for president, Mueller Clark 2024, it's going to be insane so you're gonna have you know one train where you're giving speeches i'm gonna have a whole different train going to completely different places dude unstoppable two different places imagine i don't care who's trying to run against us they're only giving one speech at a time in different and and they're both in most time they're both in the same place 
They're both in the same place. We're going to be co-presidents giving speeches We're going to be co-presidents and vice presidents. So it'll be President Kenneth Clark and Ben Mueller and vice president president. (laughs) and Ben Mueller. We're both share equal responsibilities for both positions. Thus, we'll get to run for for at least four terms. Oh, yeah. Before both of our times will have been exhausted. Buckle up, America. This is a 16-year... Solid 16 years of nothing matters. two decades. Nothing. Well, I mean, maybe that's our first term. First. Is nothing that's matters. How we get, that's how we get in. And then we're like, eh, some things matter. And then by the time we're, we're running for our fourth term, uh, it's everything matters. More than it ever did before. Everything matters. New world order. Yeah. N- <laughs> new world order. New world order. Mueller Clark world like what what is it global president global co-presidents well yeah i we mean have, it, by the time we're in power for 16 years we should basically be running the world like we, have we, unified sh- we can't all stop in america that's only like you know 1/16th of the world population i want to be i want to be controlling at least half as we should because at least anything, 4 billion people yeah we we need to unify under the our world reign. under one currency <laughs> under one government and at the end, you know, whoever doesn't listen to us, we stomp them out. Yeah, you slaughter them. <laughs> we slaughter them with mashed potato cannons. Like we're gonna do that the, the, the most humane way Vegan. possible. Yep, the hu- the most humane way possible. We're going to pelt the entire country aggressively with rainfall of potatoes. Mm, like you want to tell me that someone's gonna be willing to fight back after being covered in? Bacon, cheese, sour cream, potatoes. Not a chance. Yes, I'm seasoning them. Not a chance. Season those suckers. <laughs> Drop oh, them like loaded, A-bombs. loaded, loaded, loaded potatoes. Loaded baked potatoes flying from the sky. Yeah, I was talking more traditional like armory with like guns and bombs and other things, but yeah, that works. Yeah, I'm not trying to kill anybody, bro. We still want them to want to come under our reign. Yeah, sometimes you gotta like, twist their hand. Yeah, a couple couple potato bruises. Uh, I feel like if you if you a shoot couple a potato, drone, dude, a couple drone missile strikes here and there. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure if we shoot a potato fast enough, people are gonna stop wanting to fight us. And if they don't, then we have unmanned aircraft that can take out most of their population. I mean, uh, I mean they I know that's more... in our back pocket. We're gonna start with the potatoes, but they mm. know that deep down, we're packing that fucking heat. <laughs> they know deep down. This is just us being nice. <laughs> yeah, we've set a precedent in the last 20 years of us not taking any shit and getting involved in stuff that we really shouldn't, just to prove our physical uh, military dominance. So we're going to start with the mashed potatoes be nice as a, as a symbol of gratitude, but they know what's coming if they don't oblige. <laughs> you have three more months of potato-related warfare. <laughs> Until you are erased from the face of the planet. Do with this information what you will. We'll talk to you in a month. Do a Hunger Games countdown. No, The Purge. The Purge, yeah. (laughs) Over the next 24 hours, your entire country will be slaughtered. (laughs) I'm looking up The Purge sounds right now. Oh, that'd be so bad. But hey, if anything, like one of the first couple policies that I want to enact uh, when I am co-president 
will include uh, Sushi Fridays and Brownie Tuesdays to those who want to participate. What's that you cut out? I'm sorry. Oh, no. I said one of the first policies I want to enact as co-president um, to those who would like to participate is Sushi Fridays yeah. and Brownie Tuesdays. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Now, if you're lactose intolerant or allergic to fish or you don't eat fish, that's all fine. You're, you're not, not part of you're required. N- you're not part of Mueller Clark 2024. I was just gonna <laughs> say you're not required to participate. But you don't have to. We'll have to hop on the spaceship to Mars. <laughs> yeah, we're shipping all of the food allergy people to a remote planet so we can create a better race of humans here. You are a weaker portion of the gene pool. Let's be honest. Yeah, you, what are you gonna? So are you gonna? Are you gonna pro, procreate and create kids that don't have weird fucking food allergies? No. No, you're not. You're just gonna keep passing it on. So if you don't eat brownies, oh, but I'm allergic to chocolate. What are you, a Sorry. fucking dog? <laughs> <laughs> and and the planet America is now allergic to you. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> the planet America. <laughs> we're gonna change. We're gonna change the name of our planet. Yo, we're thinking. We're uh, gonna oh, tweak man. that bad boy. And since we're so popular and dominant, how about we do? Uh, so it's gonna go Mercury, Venus, Venus America, America, America Part Two, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. <laughs> All right, sign me up. I'm in. Yep, <laughs> Mercury, Venus, er, America, America, America Part Two, America, <laughs> but worse. <laughs> <laughs> just name that one South America. Oof. No, Oof. no, West America. West America, yes. It's like, you know. Oh, man. How far so, is yeah. Mars from uh, from Earth? What's the distance on it? Mars. Far enough that we haven't sent multiple people Earth. there. Distant. No, well, no one's been there. Exactly. Bro, it's 50 million miles. That's so far. That is ridiculous. It would. T- it's going to take twenty-four months for us to get there. Two no, years. Not us, because we're not allergic to chocolate or fish. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care ah, that's how long right. it takes them to get there. The weaklings will take twenty. Ah, uh, twenty-one months. <laughs> <laughs> if they make it with their food supply of chocolate and fish. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. This is total round trip is 21 months. Oh, okay. Nine yeah, we months. Want them to come back. <laughs> y- yeah, nine months to get there, three months there, nine months back. Could you imagine spending 18 months of your life to go to a fucking desert planet? And all you can eat is stuff that you're allergic to? Yeah, we're filling that thing with nothing but uh, Pillsbury brownies and what was the other thing? Fish. Nothing but sushi. Yep. Not even like good sushi, like gas station sushi. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely sushi that we say is fresh, but like fresh as in we took it out of the freezer and defrosted it. But it was definitely freshly made like 14 days ago. Yeah, it's fucking ass. 
Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's microwave sushi. <laughs> you ever put sushi in the microwave? No? Well, welcome to Mars. <laughs> welcome to Mars. Mueller, Mueller Clark, thank you for their support. God, this is... Could you imagine if we actually make a run at this and this, like, comes out and they're like, this is what they're going to do to you if this is... For disclaimer, when this is taken out of context on CNN 2.0 in 20 years, this isn't our actual fucking plan. Actually, when we be in CNN, it'll be like CNN, commercial news network, not news, news, maybe it's news. CNN, MN, MN, That's that's what this is going to be on in 20 years. So when it's when it airs on that, we won't actually ship people to Mars. This is just jokes to get us to the get us to the debate stage. We just want on. I'd smack the shit out of any any of the politicians on the debate stage. That took this I seriously. Just, I just start calling them names. <laughs> just stand there. So, uh, Mueller or Clark, whichever one's going to answer. Oh, this one's going to be Mueller. Okay, got it. So, um, how would you uh, fix the current uh, economic status uh, of the impoverished in America? Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and look over to our colleague over here on the stage and call him a giant dookie face. Is that going <laughs> to suffice for a solid answer? That's what Trump did, man. He'd get a question <laughs> like that, and he'd look, he looked at Jeb Bush and said, Look at this low energy loser. He's low energy. Do you want this running your country? He's low energy. What am I gonna what am I gonna do about the impoverished? Look at this fuck face. Look at him. He's low energy. What's he gonna do about the impoverished? He's gonna be taking a nap the entire time. He can't be taking a nap. He has to help the impoverished. Me, I haven't slept in forty seven years. Have thirty seconds. He haven't slept in four I'll fix this entire problem in thirty seconds. This guy he wouldn't fix it in thirty years. He's a low right, energy loser. You, fuck you. Thank thank you, sir. Thank That's you. That's all you did <laughs> Like, fuck you. <laughs> it was so aggressive for no reason, too, bro. Like, I've, I've never seen somebody not only not answer the question, but like so aggressively not <laughs> answer the question. Fuck you. <laughs> like, they're there for that reason to answer questions. Like, fuck you for that question, <laughs> bitch. It's like, jeez, wow, that's what we're doing here today. Okay. Oh Jesus! And then just then then I'll look at the cameras like doesn't sound so bad to get shipped off to Mars now, huh? (laughs) (laughs) That's how we're gonna fund our campaign. We're gonna overcharge people that want to go to Mars. (laughs) Not that want to that are now being required to go to Mars. Ah, there it is. It's kind of like the. It's oh, you know what it is? It's kind of like the, uh, like the, um, like an iPhone update. Yeah. Yeah, they they, they they fuck up your phone, and they make you buy a new one. <laughs> yep, yep. Or there's there's diets that are like ran by Nestle. Like Nestle makes the diet products. Meanwhile, they're making all of the candy, causing the issues. For yep. the, it's the same shit. It's like so. First, you take this, and then thirty years later, you start taking this, and you got us all wrapped up in your. In your in your system. Welcome to Nestle. Here is our diabetes medicine. <laughs> and to the right, you'll see our thing that causes diabetes. <laughs> to the left in our factory, you will see our beautiful dispensary options that give you your diabetes medicine. To the right, you will see a giant vat, va- uh, a giant bowl, giant vat giant well if you will 
of pure diabetes. <laughs> of sugar. It's like going on a brewery tour and at the end they have an AA meeting. <laughs> God, I hope you, time, you enjoyed your time here at the tour of the Miller Coors Brewery here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. If you look to your right, you'll see the AA meeting stemming from Already the product. In progress that, from the previous meeting, <laughs> from the previous tour. Stemming from the, the product that we have created on a mass scale, rooting countless lives. <laughs> For all of our alcoholics here on the tour, if you take a right, you can go in and introduce yourself. Now is your time. <laughs> Wolf. She went dark. A brewery. A brewery tour that ends with an AA meeting. Yep. That's the best thing I've ever heard of my life. Mueller-Clark like- 2020. That's like the, uh, what you call it, it's like the scared straight program ending with you actually being thrown in prison. <laughs> yeah, like you don't get out. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like a joke. <laughs> oh, man. Or like, sorry, no, the scared straight program ending with them framing you for a crime so that they can then throw you in prison. For the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yep. Don't worry, everybody. Mueller Clark, twenty twenty four. I'm pretty sure some of you will vote for us. We'll get six, maybe ten votes. I'm in. That's enough I'm, to get us on the debate stage. I'm down. I'm so down. Just go ahead and go ahead and send us a photo of your ballot. Like, don't actually, but like, definitely do. But in don't. four years, I'm looking forward to it, Kenny. Let's start. Yes. Let's start strategizing. Yeah, I'm gonna start putting up signs now. Good idea. Like, off the heels of our new president-elect being selected. I'm going to go. I need some. Oh, man. I need some poster board. Some. Uh, what are those things? Some glitter. And some cotton balls. We're going to have some pretty professional signs sitting around the, the southern Phoenix area. You know what? That's a good idea. And to all of our listeners, don't think, don't take things too seriously. Have fun. Have a couple old fashions. Have vote a for, good laugh. Vote for us in four years. Yes, do it. We're not going to be old enough to actually run. Well, not for president. We could like be state representatives. Yeah, but nothing matters. Who cares? Exactly, nothing matters. Burn it all down. Try again. <laughs> we weren't these guys before. Actually, we've been these guys for a while, but we weren't these guys before. (laughs) We are now. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you next week.